0: Hey, everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast.
1: I'm Eric. And this is Josh. We will be chatting about the movie screening from Friday, March 25th through Thursday, March 31st, 2022. Oh,
0: wow. Not I was sure you were going to say April. On I thought that too. On absolute cusp.
1: Yeah, only end weeks wow. in a seven-day month. That's insane. So the next one starts on April Fool's Day? Yeah. So is it a trick, the next I don't know. schedule?
0: Oh, we can say, like, <laughs> anything. We're getting Star Wars. We're getting, like, all that stuff. I don't know. Another Star Wars? Even as, like, a five-year-old, I remember being... Uh, this holiday stupid. Yeah. And it's, mean. It's bad. I, I've never liked it. And even, I don't know, because there's nothing like most of the gags aren't funny enough to do. And then the other ones that are like too much are just like too much. So a friend of mine that works at like a different office from me for the same company, she was saying, oh, she's, she's leaving like her last day is April 1st or whatever. And I was like, is this a gag? Or like, I don't, it's not funny, but are you doing a bit here? But it just happens that it, that's the day she starts. Imagine the poor
1: bastard who's birthday is on April 1st. Yeah, and you never believe them every year. And he's like, why doesn't anyone ever come to my party? Or you know how sometimes you get married at a certain time, but you're not hitting an exact date. You're just like, that worked the best. Mm-hmm. Somebody must be married on April 1st. Yeah, like, because it eventually would follow on a weekend. I mean, I, exactly, imagine, yeah, I think yeah,
0: that's yeah. how time works. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think so. Pretty much. So yeah, assuming that was a Saturday some year. Yeah, that was probably
1: someone. We could screen. Isn't there a horror movie? Oh, yeah, there's two. There's two, that's what I thought, but I bet you they're not available. They're probably only on VHS. Or the remake's available and
0: sucks. Yeah, like those are because <laughs> the original is like a classic and it has like a twist ending. Is that the one with the VHS box art with a bunch of teens and a noose? Yeah. It's yeah. like and the noose might be made of hair, but I think I could be making that up. Because I think it's like right under the person it's like a girl holding a knife and then her hair is a noose, maybe. That's
1: one of those posters the video store era is hilarious. And every once in a while, movie theaters get this too, where I remember being six, seven years old, going through the video store and wanting to get Empire Strikes Back, wanting to get <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, whatever. And there'd be these terrifying B-grade cult horror movie posters, and on the wall would be Gandhi, *Lawrence of Arabia, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw, or worse, like Slumber Party Massacre. I oh, always man. have this distinct memory of real weird horror movie b-movie posters on the wall yeah and just like me being scarred for life from that i assume david lean also directed texas
0: chainsaw but i (laughs) I think so what's cool is the slumber party massacre series there's three of the original ones and then there's like a new remake and they're all directed and i think all written by women i didn't know that yeah even the new one that's kind of the claim to fame of that series is that they're all about a guy killing women and they're all written and directed by women different women that's interesting. Now I want to see those. Yeah, right? Like, it totally changes the context, and, and they're all pretty good. Like, well, I mean, different scale. But, like, right. I mean, the first one is fairly legit, straight-up kind of, like, prom night era, 1980 era, you know, that kind of stuff. But the second one is ridiculous. That's the one with the guy with the electric guitar with the oh, yeah. drill on the end of it. The third one is kind of, eh. But still fun, you know. But the remake was actually uh, really good. I think you were the one who spotted it on the CTV app. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> right? TV's weird. Like, the weird. Day it was released, too. <laughs> like, that was so weird.
1: Wasn't well, that where, like, people were bragging about, I can't believe, stealing it online? Which yeah. is fine. Just don't tell anybody. You're technically breaking the law. Yeah, you know? it was a friend of the Mayfair, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. And then I just happened to stumble on it. I was watching something on CTV that I watch, and there it was. I was like, wow, you could just watch this on quote unquote TV right now. Yeah, that was weird because I can't remember. It was, I think it was sci fi in the States.
0: And that was why we didn't have a direct. Because I think like Space Channel was our sci fi equivalent. But now I don't know what anything is. Is the Space Channel still a thing? I assume it is. I don't know.
1: Everything's so weird. This is, we're totally going on a tangent now. Still movie related though. I was really excited because movie related, Shout Factory. (laughs) also does tv stuff and box sets and whatever Mm -hmm. and they bought elf i think not just like distribution (laughs) but i think shout factory like the actual alien like they bought them (laughs) yeah and they're gonna do new stuff with them and whatever but i was so excited because they said and this again it sounds like we're talking about citizen kane but the old elf tv show if you stumbled on it on somewhere like tubi a lot of times they're edited for syndication Mm mm-hmm So they've taken a 24-minute show and cut it down to 20 minutes. And once again, this is ALF we're talking about. (laughs) And like later season ALF too for (laughs) some of that. But I was really excited because Shout Factory was all from the original negatives and uncut. And I was like, oh, I can finally watch ALF. (laughs) And I went to tune in on Shout Factory TV and the bar comes up saying not available in your region or not Mm. available in your country. So we're being kept from the glories of ALF because of distribution things. It's so weird. Have they already got the uncut versions, though? That's what I'm wondering.
0: Because all the released versions would be the cut versions. So wouldn't they be now working on restoring the
1: uncut ones, And but they don't yet have them? Or oh, a, maybe. I don't even... I'm speculating. But I, if you go to the ALF page on their website, yeah. it teases you. You can see <laughs> the episodes. As a Canadian, if you click that, it goes... Eh. That's, can you see the running time? Yeah. Oh, that maybe. might
0: help. Because oh, if you could yeah. see the running time and it's like 24, you'd be like, OK, yeah, I'm getting screwed. But if it's like 20, then you'd be like, oh, f- whatever. Who cares well, I was going
1: to speaking of CTV again off topic. <laughs> I was excited because I'm too young to have watched Charlie's Angels and they actually have a lot of good retro content. But again, bizarrely, maybe it's all that's available anymore. It's the edited for syndication where to make an extra couple bucks, they edit Two minutes out of and in the '70s, shows were longer. So, say they're they're editing two minutes out of your forty-seven minute show, so it's forty-five minutes. And again, I know it's Charlie's Angels, but I read that it's the edited versions, and I'm like, I want to watch the unedited versions. Yeah, and it'll be funny
0: when you do see the uncut versions of Alf, and you're like, w-
1: that sucked.
0: Like you liked the <laughs> yeah. extra
1: two minutes that wasn't even funny. Well, and it's the same with Star Trek; they edited stuff out, and sometimes they said they'd edit something out where. It's something we don't have anymore, and again, push this back towards movies. All movies are too long now because nobody's telling filmmakers to not make a long movie. Once upon a time, they'd want it to be about 90 minutes or about two hours so they mm. could fit it in a with commercials block of time. Yeah. Now, there's no such thing almost, so they don't care for movies three hours. They're like, yeah, we don't care. They did make that ALF TV movie, Project ALF. They so did. So that sort of counts as a movie. Yeah.
0: Can we screen that? Yeah. I mean, what's funny is like, you probably could, but I don't think I've
1: ever seen it, but I've heard it's depressing and like it is. not fun. <laughs> it's a weird movie. I watched it whenever it came out. Yeah. I think it came out when I was in high school, maybe. But it's, spoiler alert, it's Alf taken away from his sitcom family and he's been captured by Area 51 and he's being kept there. And that's the plot.
0: Like E.T. was supposed to be if they hadn't saved E.T., I guess. It's really weird. <laughs> really weird. Yeah, I don't know. I probably will never watch that, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. at the same time, it's definitely like it's neat to have someone like Show Factory get a hold of something like that. Because like, they're maybe the best. I was going to say the best, but, you know, they're among the best. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like, I don't, I don't even know. A lot of people are speculating now because they didn't say, you know, there's a new TV show, a new movie. Like, they're just right. like, we're going to be doing stuff with Alf. And you're just like... Sounds a bit creepy, but the point is, like, you know, it could be anything, Like, Alf Pogs, are we finally going to get those,
1: you know? I'm waiting for them to say Judd Apatow is directing a new Alf movie. Yeah. In this world, I wouldn't be surprised by that. And I don't even, so, like, I wonder if, because I was
0: just going to say, like, if they were going to do maybe, say, like, a new series or a miniseries or whatever, would they debut that on Show Factory TV? Because they don't even, it's not like Disney owns this or something like that, like, they would go right to, you know, wherever. I don't even know what the best return on investment would be to do this.
1: Well, there is a Weird Al movie in production Mm -hmm. with Daniel Radcliffe (laughs) playing Weird Al. And I love Daniel Radcliffe. It's almost like comparing him to Robert Pattinson in the sense that if you're like, why is Harry Potter playing Weird Al? That's the same tone of voice of, why is Twilight playing Batman? Mm -hmm. You clearly haven't seen the last decade of this guy's career because... Almost all that Daniel Radcliffe has done is bonkers, weird, independent movies. Mm -hmm. So him playing Weird Al doesn't seem like that out of place. No. But I can't remember who, but it's essentially being produced by a weird 12th tier streaming service. (laughs) So... Is it even going theatrical? I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I'm not I, like you would hope that means that Weird Al has hands in it heavily. And it's not just because if he was just auctioning it off to the highest bidder or whatever, right. it would be Amazon or Disney or whatever, you know. So I would hope this is sort of a like labor of love. You know, you make what you want. If you're not happy with it, we don't make it sort
1: of thing. But who? I mean, everybody wants that, I guess. And we're in the world where seemingly the streaming services still like being on the big screen for a little bit, whether mm-hmm. that's for publicity or it means they can get award nominations and it's easier it's not striking a 35 millimeter print it's getting more and more which is happening quicker than i thought i can't remember the distributors but a number are now just Essentially, we are torrenting them. And it's weird because torrent seems like a swear word. Yeah, But it wasn't meant to be in some situations. It was meant for boring businesses to make use of and schools to make use of. It wasn't meant to steal a new Marvel movie, right? That means distribution is cheaper. It's easier for us to get a hold of that kind of stuff. So I would be very hopeful that we can get this Weird Al movie sooner or later because as we speak, we're screening stuff that is on disney plus that is on netflix and still doing well with it yeah and i always feel bad about saying that it feels like i'm being a horrible business person by saying hey you could just watch our stuff at home yeah but that's
0: the world we're in man and well and it it seems like this is built in for a golden globe's best musical or comedy uh nomination already (laughs) because you're like it's a musical comedy i assume so pencil it in now
1: yeah if you're a musical and a comedy (laughs) don't you just win already like how does that even work yeah because if you're a musical like depressing West Side Story, Yeah, you're in the Golden Globes for best musical slash comedy. But then if you're an Austin Powers movie, you're also in musical slash comedy yeah. up against Les Mis. The Golden Globes is a mess. You I don't understand.
0: You have Sweeney Todd in there and I was like, is it just because it was a musical or did some people find that funny? Was I supposed to be laughing at those murders? Like, I don't even understand anymore.
1: Since it's musical comedy, I think the other half should be drama slash western. It Ooh. should also have a slash
0: that could be and why isn't there like a best horror category just do it i mean if we're gonna be drama slash horror yeah if we're doing silly you know randomness or like some sort of fantasy sci-fi thing i don't know it's getting a little uh off topic but you know
1: and what it is i haven't paid attention because our world is busy enough and i have real life things to be concerned of yeah but what are people mad about with the oscars right now they're always mad about something <laughs> with the oscars usually deservedly but now it's like they're mad because they're like, "Oh, hey, sound people, we don't care about you anymore. You get your award yesterday."
0: Yeah, so it's a two-pronged thing. Number one is that they took out eight awards to eight? Be t- for wow. for the like live presentation. So they're like, "Oh, yeah, we'll just mention it at some point." And they're they're basically like, "Oh, don't worry, we're gonna be putting together a compilation of reactions." from those awards being given out and we'll play that during the show so people are assuming that's going to be like a few seconds each of someone being like thank you or you're crying or whatever but they're not showing the whole speeches or anything like that and so that's one thing already you know but we're like okay well if you're doing it to not have a four hour presentation then maybe we could understand but then they turn around and they're like oh we're going to be doing the world premiere of we don't talk about bruno which is ineligible is literally not up for an oscar but we're going to be playing a seven minute thing of that but we're not gonna be showing any of those awards so they're basically doing like a bunch of musical numbers that don't necessarily need to be done in an attempt to get younger viewers or families or whatever to watch the oscars but for the people who actually want to watch the oscars they're showing less oscars
1: it's so crazy it's (laughs) what they should do i thought this years back where kind of split the difference on that idea but Split it up a little bit more and say, and I know they already have the technical Oscars because that's the part where they show like, Scarlett Johansson hosted this last night mm-hmm. and we gave an award to somebody who invented this new film stock and an award to somebody who invented this new editing machine. They're always like the nerd award. It they're feels the ner- like yeah. they're
0: doing, they're like, here's these guys in the background you never see and you never will again.
1: <laughs> yeah, back to your basement nerds. Yeah,
0: and I say that as a geeky
1: nerd <laughs> myself. So I'm like, it's all love. But I always thought maybe they should just split it And have two ceremonies. Have the technical Oscars screen on the Discovery Channel or Bravo or something. And have it be a two-hour event hosted by somebody cool and give out all the technical awards. And then have the other one be a two-hour event hosted by somebody cool and have that be actor, actress, director, script, movie, just whatever like that. Because it just seems like they're whittling it down more and more. And they always waste time with... Clips that are way too long, (laughs) and then I think the thing that caught my ear currently was they were mad because they said they're doing like a Twilight reunion, and it's the three actors from Twilight (laughs) doing a bit on stage, and people are like, "So that's gonna be seven minutes instead of letting a documentary filmmaker get their award on TV." Man,
0: that just made me think of the third guy from Twilight. Was everybody's praising the main two, and then it's like, poor other guy. I'm sure he's been doing stuff. The other two are. Up for
1: awards and in huge things, and you're like, remember him? (laughs) He was on that not Scream TV show with Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, slasher,
0: slasher. I I assume. Well, I mean that fits the description, but might not be what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, the other one, uh, Scream Queens. Scream Queens. My bad. He was in that. Yeah, that's season two.
1: Even he was actually great in that. That was a really good role. But yeah, the Oscars. It's funny because I encourage people to come and watch the Oscars with us. It's a fun night. It's neat seeing it on the big screen. And I admit, very hypocritically, even though I don't care about the Oscars, there are moments where you get wrapped up just like watching sports. When Jordan Peele won for Get Out, I cheered as if somebody just scored a goal or got a three-pointer. Like I really did. I was excited. I was in the moment. But I'm also like, I don't really care. If Get Out had been nominated for zero Oscars, I wouldn't like it any more or less. Mm -hmm. So... And you hear people say that a lot of like, should we really be awarding what is technically subjective art? It's really strange. Yeah. But it's good publicity. It's good for the industry. Kind of. It draws attention to a movie that someone might not go to, and then they come to see it. But they don't matter. Like in the long run. That was a good year though
0: for that because Shape of Water winning. Like you know we got a couple of geeky weirdos winning, which was great for us. Like
1: (laughs) our favorites this year. Whatever wins, it all comes down to Pig got zero nominations. I know, and that's what we're all talking about. So that's, that's what the world is talking yeah, about.
0: Yeah, I was a little like, I don't know. I guess I wasn't surprised that Cage didn't get a Golden Globe nomination. but Because I, I, I didn't expect him to get an Oscar nomination. I wanted him to, but just the people nominated were all good. So it's not like anyone's upset about that. But you just think the Golden Globes are like whatever, you know? Like just be relevant. Throw out Cage getting an award nomination, you
1: know? I thought Pig wouldn't get eight nominations, but I really thought Nick Cage had a shot because people like The Underdog in that sense. It was almost akin to John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. But even Pulp Fiction is a little more mainstream. But I really thought it would get just a nomination yeah. for best original screenplay. Yeah, for,
0: I was gonna say screenplay for sure. Like, just you something think. like that. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's just like the deluge of content strikes again. I suppose, but it's it's weird because it, it did have quite a lot of word of mouth, and and yeah. even like Hollywood types were talking about it. And just I don't know. It, it's at the very least, like it was great for Cage because they then led to you know the Dracula movie and like who whatever
1: else he's working right. on yeah, now. Yeah.
0: Who knows? You know. So eh, it's bittersweet as usual.
1: But if all of us picked. Our own ten best pictures for a year. There'd be overlap, but they'd all be different. <laughs> yeah, they'd there'd be abs- like
0: two overlaps, maybe. Like
1: I would have a Spider-Man movie <laughs> on mine, and some people would stick their nose in the air at that.
0: Yeah, I would have five horror movies in my ten, <laughs> probably. You know, so it's it's. I usually have to do two lists, otherwise, because I'm like, ah, oh, jeez, the normies are not going to agree with this list. I'd have nine movies and the Return of Alf on Shout Factory. Oof. And yeah, They'd be like, that's not
1: even a movie.
0: Uncut Alf. It's what we're all waiting for.
1: Okay, so enough with the elf talk. You say that, but I don't know <laughs> no, if we're we'll, done. It'll be back. Let us mention a whole bunch of stuff we have coming up the week of March 25th because we have two one-night-only things and an extra movie shoved in just because it's Oscar season and we want to get stuff on screen. Mm-hmm. So this week we have... I'll start with the retro film just to kind of keep things in their theme brackets. Continuing with a exploitation run we've been on we're screening the Pam Greer Blaxploitation classic, Foxy Brown. Classic,
0: which had a poster in Licorice Pizza. Yeah.
1: We can now confirm. And next up, we have the Ottawa premiere of Alice. Gwen thought Alice was an actual exploitation 70s film mm-hmm. just from the poster, but it is a present-day produced exploitation kind of film. That kind of thing it's fun to go into, and then you're surprised of like, wait a minute, this isn't an old movie. <laughs> but Alice is, I would say, kind of a present-day movie in exploitation adjacent kind of stuff. But it looks really good. It looks really interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about it. So, I mean, I guess I won't watch the trailer then. Don't watch the trailer. <laughs> the trailer, it's one of those trailers where, you know, there's a the kind of trailer that doesn't spoil things necessarily, but definitely gives you the Coles notes. Mm-hmm. This trailer, I think, shows you the beginning, middle, and end. And it doesn't show you necessarily the end end, but yeah, it has at least one or two parts in this little two minute trailer where I was like, ah, you could have saved that. (laughs) So that's a problem sometimes. So if you haven't seen the trailer, I recommend just coming to see the movie and the movie looks cool. Yeah. That's all you need to know. And then three Oscar movies this week, we have the return of one of the big ones this year that's up for seven or eight awards, West Side Story, making Mm -hmm. a return. One of Lee's favorites this year. That's true, and that's this is the third week. It is, uh, yeah.
0: I'll, okay, okay. So I'm up to date
1: on that one. The third week and a week where, depending on which streaming services you have, you can watch it at home. But clearly, we're not bringing it back just because we're bringing it back because there's a demand for it. Mm-hmm. Where in our community, there's enough people coming out who don't have Disney Plus want to see this on the big screen. Definitely, definitely a big screen movie. Yeah. And who knows? By the time it rolls around. At least a couple of these screenings, maybe after it has won a bunch of awards. Yeah, It's going to win something. something. I, I don't see it getting nothing, so that'll be good for us. I think it might win supporting actress. I think a lot of people seem to be throwing her in the lead. Mm-hmm. And just technically the cinematography, the production design, all that stuff. So I think it might win a couple of those. I don't think it might necessarily win Senior Spielbergo another award. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I
0: mean, it's the accolades are just as good, right? I mean, people are... He must be enjoying the fact that people are enjoying
1: it so much. So that's pretty good. And someone like that, even if a movie... This movie did not do gangbusters at the multiplex. He's fine. Yeah. He's not, He's going to have another job. I don't think the post did great at the box. either. No. Like, I could be wrong, but I don't receive it. You know? But he keeps making
0: those big Transformers residuals. Yeah. We'll never get his Robopocalypse or whatever it was that
1: he was supposed to direct no. <laughs> in Montreal. And I, we were going to sneak into the set. Yeah. So West Side Story's back. If you haven't seen that yet, definitely worth catching on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Parallel Mothers is back for a encore week. Mm-hmm. I really love this movie. It's Pedro Almodovar. Yeah. It's Penelope Cruz. It's a funny, sad, interesting story about motherhood and about relationships between parents. And it has a couple of real big swings of soap opera twists in it that often happens in a Pedro movie. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it's just very not highbrow not art house anybody could watch it really good but still has that ooh i just watched something upper class yeah
0: <laughs> the elf cameo was unexpected but <laughs> yeah.
1: still i don't know i'm going to start i don't know if anybody's caught this but i'm addicted to this twitter feed where a guy puts Paddington Bear in the background of movies, <laughs> it's the best. Just Google it; you'll find it. It's hilarious. I'm gonna start doing that with Elf. I'm gonna put Elf in things. I meant to tell you that there's a guy who does a similar thing, but it's with
0: Leatherface in the cornfield of oh. the newest Texas Chainsaws. So he said every day he adds a new character to the cornfield <laughs> next to Leatherface. So now I think there's thirty just people popped up out of the thing, and it's like it's it's a very specific bit, but it's also in the same vein. And people think the internet's a waste of time. I know, right? And side note, Parallel to the Mother very cool poster. The, really cool the, poster. The white and the black and the... High, like, I can't... You'd have to see it to really get it, but I was looking at it last night, and I was like, that's a really neat poster. It hurts
1: my brain a little. If it <laughs> if it catches you just at the corner of your eye, because it's a photo of Penelope Cruz hugging the other character in the movie, the other actress in the movie, but her shirt is just black and white lines. Yeah. Very 2D. mm so it almost is like, like it seems like one of those... Like a magic eye? Yeah, you stare at it, you're going to see a boat. Yeah, very weird poster. It's a poster that could only be on an independent film because if that had been on you know, Iron Man, they'd be like, no, that's yeah. not going to be good for the kids. You don't want to look at it for too long, obviously. <laughs> I didn't go look at it now. Maybe there is a boat in there. Or elf. <laughs> Or Elf. <laughs> and then our new Oscar film this week is, I was going to call it just Macbeth. It's The Tragedy of Macbeth from joel cohen not Mm, ethan just one cohen and it's funny again we saw the trailer and gwen leaned over sounding concerned going did the cohen brothers break up (laughs) and no they didn't as far as i understand it ethan was just like i don't want to do a shakespeare movie and joel was like i really want to do a shakespeare movie and he's like yeah, I can take a break. You go do that. It's funny. So it's like the Wachowskis. It's like, I'm, I'm yeah. going to do a Matrix. Like, eh, I am not <laughs> really feel in the Matrix. You, <laughs> yeah. you do
0: your Matrix. I'll be over here. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so. I would love to think Ethan just like caught up on his reading for a couple months. Maybe he did another project. I don't know. But, but the movie was nominated for actor and I think, I might be lying. I think actor, production design and cinematography. Yeah. But not picture or director, which is good because it means that Joel does not come out of this ahead of his brother yeah. in Oscar nominations. Yeah. They're all still even. It's perfect. And also, I don't know if you've read this or anyone listening at home, but
0: so his brother did a review of the movie. Oh. And it's the, it's the funniest thing I have ever heard in my life. Like, it's it's a very tongue-in-cheek. Right. But he's just sort of like, how could anyone support the movie of a guy who broke my toy when I was four and then <laughs> pretended that it was like that? I saw you, Joel. You know? And it's, it's I was like in tears reading this review. I highly, highly recommend looking up the review by his brother what did he write it for for a newspaper or something or for an online thing like i think he just did it for fun but he was like i don't think anyone is more qualified to write a review for my brother's movie than me who's like you know been his partner for years or whatever and it's it is so funny and now their next movie, it gets to be The Return of the Coen Brothers. We hope. I mean, unless he took that review to heart. and Ethan has just, to do a movie now just to show him. Yeah, maybe like, maybe
1: the ALF reboot. Oh, this is all coming together. Yeah, no this is expect- all coming together. I wasn't going to bring up ALF again, but I mean, it's just perfect. And then we are, of course, hosting the Oscar ceremony on the big screen for the first time in a couple of years because of, you know, COVID. Well it's fun it's a very interesting night because it's the only time of the year commercials are on the big screen (laughs) so we mute that and do trivia give out prizes have a fashion show but it's a weird night because usually you're watching a movie but in this there's commercial breaks so the candy bars just open all night long and people can mingle or people got to go on a smoke break or a bathroom break you don't got to worry about missing something or if it's a song you don't like you can go do something else you know it's 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 fun to watch. And again, I don't care about the Oscars, but it's still, you still can't help but cheering for your favorite person. And it's the first time we've had it on screen in a couple of years. And it's a real kind of Mayfair fan favorite. So as we got, every time I say this, I'm just like, feel like I'm jinxing us. But as we tiptoe back towards normalcy, we still got the mask thing going on here, but we can be at full capacity. I don't know if we will be at full capacity. Everybody's been lovely about respecting each other in that sense of wearing masks and all that stuff but we're getting there we're, mm. we're a little bit back to normal yeah and that's on the 27th is it yes yeah, that's sunday okay. march 27th so if you listen to this podcast within the first couple of days of it hitting the airwaves come out to see that it's free for members members only people always seem confused by that for some reason <laughs> but it just basically means you got to buy a membership card to get in and then if you for some reason are like i don't want to buy a membership card well a membership card is about the same price or cheaper than a multiplex movie. So I just pretend you're doing that. Yeah, you pretty much just have to come here like twice
0: yeah. in a year. <laughs> so, Or that, or just come to every cinema. Or
1: come to two cinemas. I mean, listen, you're saving all that cash. Yeah, and you might come and you might win a poster. Or, a, you know what, I'm, I want to get rid of all the VHS tapes. We've got two small boxes of VHS tapes. All right, all right. So I'm just going to be like, I'm going to stand at the door afterwards and just... You like, have to take a VHS like, tape. Like, have to take it out. And you know, like, when people are, that Vegas thing, when people are just trying to put a flyer in your hand and you yeah. just take it out of instinct? <laughs> I'm just going to do that. And our last 50 VHS tapes we have, I'm just going to give them out and people will be like, what? What? Why do I suddenly have a VeggieTales VHS tape in my hand? It's a prize requirement, maybe, too. You're yes. like,
0: You could get your prize, but you have to take a VHS tape.
1: Free for members, members only, must bring home
0: a VHS tape. Oh man, we should do like uh grab bags that like you give out, like like oh, loot yeah. bags, but really it's just a tape underneath like some paper and stuff. People so you won't don't expect know. it. Yeah, and they'd be like, oh, I wonder
1: what it's gonna be. And like, oh, it's just a veggie tape. I'm gonna go buy a bunch of wrapping paper. It's perfect. Waste a bunch of money, individually wrap each VHS tape. Oh man. I already had this VeggieTales VHS. <laughs> <laughs> God. And as you mentioned, we are doing cinema. Mm. Already the second cinema. That's weird to me. Yeah, a month has passed. I Honestly, I believe you, but
0: I also don't believe you because <laughs> yeah. like,
1: it feels like that was just a couple of days ago. And this weekend, this always happens. So this weekend, we have rentals in the afternoon. We have our church rental. That's every Sunday. Mm. We have cinema. We have the Oscars. So it's a crowded weekend. And one of those rentals is for a kids hockey team oh wow so there's gonna be like 50 hockey kids here watching a movie Jeez, it's a busy weekend and on sunday i think what i'm going to do is i always work the church rental and then there's a regular rental after that so i'm working nine to five but then i want to be here for the oscars so i think essentially i'm going to genuinely be here all day from mm. 9 a.m till 11 p.m damn but you know it's not digging ditches no, it's not it's still good yeah i can have snacks and grab pizza in between and I'm I'm not in the sun doing heavy manual labor. So it's not too bad. You could go to Black Squirrel for half an hour, you know, like look at yeah, books, like I pretend that, you're doing something. I think there's time that I can go to Targ for dinner for like a 90-minute break in between there. There you go. Maybe, maybe hit some Dig Dug. I haven't played Dig Dug in so long because often I'm visiting Targ and I'm just there long enough to eat food or they've they've been closed as we've been closed, all this stuff, but... I got to go in someday. One day when they're in just... Because I think they have a day or two where they're just in making their pierogies, doing stuff. I got to throw my weight around and be like, uh, I'm coming in. When are you guys coming in? Nine in the morning? I'm coming in at nine in the morning. I'm just going to stand at that Dig Dug machine and play for like six hours. Yeah, someone could have overtaken your score and you don't know. Oh my God. They I, better not have. I highly doubt it, frankly. But I mean, yeah, you never know. I am unofficially in the top 20. Okay. Okay but that's unofficial because you have to like record it and have a judge watching you and stuff yeah. like that. I'm not that ambitious about the yeah. whole thing.
0: I saw King of Kong, so I know I know how they deal with yeah, exactly, this.
1: Exactly, <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about that. Having seen Licorice Pizza, I was talking with a video game nerd friend of mine. I think Bradley Cooper should play Billy Mitchell mm. in a King of Kong fictionalized biopic. I could see it. He looked perfect in Licorice Pizza. Yeah. And I think he'd be really good as this, like, ambitious, evil, backstabbing video game guy. Man, I would watch it. And he, we know he's willing to do pretty anything. much anything
0: at this <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, like, he's got the money and the nominations and the awards and all that. So he's just he's just doing it for
1: fun now. So I'm putting that out there in the universe. I want a King of Kong non-documentary movie starring Bradley Cooper. I don't know who's going to play the other guy yet. but uh, That's want- it's fine.
0: It'll yeah. be a comedy, so it can be up for the comedy musical thing. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> we're good.
1: Okay, so let us wrap things up for the week here. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can go to Mayfairtheatre.ca and all the social media stuff to find out Mayfair Theatre updates of upcoming movies. And we'll see you back here next week for another episode. And see you soon to watch some movies or an Oscar ceremony up on the big screen. Or cinema. Or cinema. Yay. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Oh, we're officially at the one month until the new Cage movie comes out we better get that. If
1: we don't get that right away, there's going to be riots in the street.
0: I know. I need to start calling Lee right now.
2: When Foxy Brown comes to town, all the brothers gather round because she can really shake them down. Uh Pam Greer, that one chick hit squad who creamed you as coffee is back to do a job on the mob as Foxy Brown. You tell me who you want done and I'll do the hell out of it. A chick with drive, who don't take no jive. That woman, she's crazy. There's no telling what she'll do. She's sweet brown sugar with a touch of spice. If you see a man anywhere, send him in, because I do need a man. And murder, if you don't treat her nice. Sounds like a public menace. Sure do. Foxy's got guts. (gasps) No ifs, ands, or buts. I better warn you, I got a black belt in karate. I got my black belt and bar stool. She won't budge when she carries a grudge. I want justice for all of them <coughs> whose lives are bought and sold <coughs> so that a few big shots can climb up on their backs. Sister, I think what you're asking for is revenge. So there ain't no hope for dudes who deal dope. I swear, baby, I don't know what you're talking about. Have no fear, Pam Greer is here as Foxy. Roxy Brown.